Shabbos Daf Lamed Hey was starting the second line on the top of Lamed Hey Amalal Bechiluf Bechalso, and the opposite Machlekes would be relevant to a basket. Now it's not going to be relevant to the Gemara we had before as far as the actual Machlekes, but we're just making a point that Rabbi before said Benegeda Shira Benishmarshes. He said the share is three quarters of a mil. Rabbi Yisuf said the share is two thirds of a mil. Rabbi was a larger share, a longer period of time than Rabbi Yisuf. And here we'll see the opposite way. The Rabbi is going to give a smaller share and actually use the number two, and Rabbi is going to be a larger share than Rabbi and use the actual number of three. So it seems the same. Rabbi before used number three, and here he used two, and before. Rabbi used the number two, and here he's going to use three. So the opposite is by this basket, because Rabbi said, You're not allowed to carry a cleat that's too large because it loses its teres cleat, and therefore it becomes muksa. So if you have a basket that could carry two core, which is a very large shear, which is 60 saw of tvua, then you're allowed to carry it. However, once you could have Three core, which is already ninety saw, then it's asl tula. It loses the shem kli, and it's also to be metalchlet on Shabbos. Rabbi Yisrael says bas tlosukuri dami shari. Three core is also fine; that's still considered kli. But bas apokuri also. Once it gets to four core, then it will be also. Ama baya baya says bayimine demar b'shas ma'isa. At one point, I had this shailah, and I asked Rabbi, who was Abaya's Rabbi, Rabbi Banachmeni, and I asked him b'shas ma'isa while it was actually relevant. But I feel bas treikuri loy shari, and even when it was two. He said it's not mutta to carry because he felt at that point it was muksa. So even though before he said two core is mutta to carry, it's still considered He told that by differently. He said even two core, you're not allowed to carry. It's considered muksa. Kiman, where did Rabbi find the? Basis for his shita, kaitan like this man because we learned b'negei tumo kaveres hakash when you have a basket that was shaped as a beehive, a kaveres is really a beehive, but it was a basket that was shaped like a beehive that's made of straw or kaveres hakanim or made of kanim made of reeds. So the, or a bar alexandrius, or you have a cistern that was used for a reservoir of fresh water in the boats because the boats were traveling in salt water and therefore they weren't able to drink anything and therefore they had to have reservoirs of water and they had fresh water reservoirs in the boats. So all those things which are large vessels and large kalim, even if it has a bottom and therefore it actually has a flat bottom and could rest and therefore it would seem like a kli, but if they carry 40 saw of liquid, which actually would, if it carries 40 saw of lach, it would actually have two core of yavish. Two core, again, we said before, is 60 saw, which is more than 40 saw. So therefore, a one kli, every kli, basically, if you have a liquid shear, it would start flowing over the sides right when it gets to the top. However, you could pile on, in dry measure, you could pile on another third on top, and therefore you could get to 60 um, saw and therefore the indactin dinu's term it's not considered kli and therefore it wouldn't be makabal tumo. So you see from there this idea that something that's sixty saw or something which is two core it would already be not a kli and therefore but again Shabbos also Rabbi told Abaya the din is that it's muksi in alakar. Abaya said shmami no for that mishnah you see whenever you have something where there's a din that you have to heap onto a uh, pile, you have to heap onto a clea and give someone extra. But if you buy something and tell someone that you want a share of a goidish, you have to give that person a third more. Just like over here, we said that 40 saw of a liquid measurement is two core or 60 saw of a dry measurement. He was looking and gazing at the west side to see when Banish Mosh is. So Abai said to Rav, What are you looking at the west side? We learned in the Bryce, it calls 
have to look at the east side to see when it's red. It doesn't mean the east side of the sky. Of course, it's not. It could be a little red over there, but the main thing is to look at the west side, the west horizon, where the sun is actually setting, and then some rays are making the east side a little bit red. But of course, the ikashir is to look at the west side and to see if it's red or not. He was actually looking at the Mizrach. He said, why are you looking at the Mizrach? Even though the price is paying Mizrach, it doesn't mean actually Mizrach. It just means the face or the side of the sky that makes the eastern side a little bit red because it's so red on the western side, therefore a little bit will shine through to the eastern side. For Simnech Kavsa, it's Simon is to, like a window, just like a window, the rays go through and goes to the other side. Here also the rays come from the west side and go to the east side. We said one Nashirim that we said, that you should travel from Shkia for half a mil, which we said is approximately nine minutes. So someone wants to know the Shirimu, Carmel, he should leave the sun when he's on the top of the mountain of Carmel. For year and he'll go down. For Yitbo Biam, he'll be able to go into the Yam, which was right by Har Carmel. You'll go into the sea and you'll be Taibo Bial and you'll come out. And Vizel Shirushal Nachami, and that will be the Shir of Nachami. That will take approximately nine minutes. If someone wants to see the well of Miriam, Miriam had a via that the Yidin had in the Midbar, he'll go up to the mountain of Carmel, and he should gaze out and he can look into the sea and see some sort of a boulder in the sea that looks like a sieve, and this is the bear of Miriam. Rav said, If you have a portable well, then that well has a din that's tar. Meaning, even though generally if you have a cup of water, and for example, you take it to oil and mace, it becomes tame. However, a portable well, if you take it into oil and mace, it would not be makabal tuma. The only um, example you could give of that is the Be'er Miriam, that even though it was something that was portable, it was like the stone that was somehow went with Klai's soul in the Midbar. However, even though it was portable, it still had a din like it was in the ground, like it was attached to something, and therefore it would, did not become tame and then was makabal in the time of Beishmash Rabbi Yehuda, it seems, the Kahanim could go and be Taival, meaning the Kahanim needed to be Taival during the day in order to eat Truma at night after Harav Shemesh. They are allowed to be Taival during this period, and that would be considered that would Taival during the day. The Gemara says, Laman, according to which Shita, if you say that the Allah be Taival even during Beishmash of Rabbi Yehuda, it's a suffix during that period. It's suffix game, suffix How could the Kahanim go during that period of time and be Taival considered a good Tfila and then eat Truma? Of course, you have to eat. You have to be tidal when it's Vadayoyim, and therefore you have to be tidal before Banish Mashas. Ella must be Banish Mashas, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yesi, that during the time of Banish Mashas, Rabbi Huda, a coin to Rabbi Yesi, that, that Banish Mashas only care of Ayin, then Kayan Tidal by Kayan could be tidal during that piece of time, because then they'll already be able to get out of the mikvah and have her of Shemesh after the Banish Mashas of Rabbi Yesi. Mara says, Pshita, of course that's Pashit, Rabbi Yesi doesn't hold the whole concept of Banish Mashas, Rabbi Huda. Maybe the Benish Mashiach Rabbi Yehuda is actually during the period of time, at some point, during Rabbi Yehuda's Benish Mashiach, and therefore, you might not be able to go to the mikvah at that point, according to Rabbi Yehuda, because there's a suffix, that might be the Benish Mashiach of Rabbi Yehuda, that actually the time frame of Rabbi Yehuda's Benish Mashiach is not actually any time during the time of Rabbi Yehuda's Benish Mashiach, but it's actually Rabbi 
Yehuda's Ben Hashbosheth actually completes, and it's right before night, Behold the Mosque of Ben Hashbosheth Rabbi Yehesi, that's when Ben Hashbosheth Rabbi Yehesi is, and therefore we're saying, in the entire period of the Ben Hashbosheth Rabbi Yehuda, Lefir Rabbi Yehesi, you could go to Mikvah, because that's Bab Dayoyim Lefir Rabbi Yehesi, and a client could go to Mikvah during that period of time. Rabbi Bachan said, Rabbi Yehuda, Halakha Rabbi Yehuda, Lini Shabbos, Halakha is like Rabbi Yehuda, Lini Shabbos, that in the Gea Shabbos, you have to be Suffolk of Shabbos, and keep Shabbos both on Friday night and on Shabbos during the period of Ben Hashbashes, but the Truma, the Allah is going to be like 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 Rabbi The Gemara says, "Bishlam Allah Rabbi Yudal in Shabbos Luchumro." That's going to come out Luchumro. Avilini Truma, Mai. What do you mean that Lini Truma the Allah is like Rabbi if you say it's just Shiloh but the Gea Tefillah, meaning that the Kam are table in the time of Rabbi Yudal, like we said. But Lachaira and Rabbi Huda, the whole suf, he holds in the suffix that because he holds B'degei Shabbos, Rabbi Yechon said, I hold like Rabbi Huda for Shabbos that he can't say B'degei Tefillah, I can now be titled during the Shia of Rabbi Huda because maybe the din is like Rabbi Huda, that it's a suffix during that period of time. And therefore, it's not Vadayoyim, and you have to actually be titled beforehand. So you can't say that B'degei Tefillah, you're allowed to go to the mikvah during that period of time. It's Sveku, El Lachilis Chuma. It must be going to the time frame. That when he allowed to eat truma, that even according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda saying, saying, you're right, you have to go to the mikvah and you have to be machmer according to Rabbi Yehuda, and you can't go to the mikvah in Benish Mash, you have to go actually during the daytime, and now you have to wait the entire Benish Mash Rabbi Yehuda. But you might think that right after the Benish Mash Rabbi Yehuda, you're allowed to eat truma. No, you have to be machmer a little bit more for the Benish Mash Rabbi Yehuda, and then you can eat truma. When you have one star in the sky, then it's Vada Yayim. Shnaim, when you have two stars in the, in, in the sky, Benishmash, then it's Benishmash. Shloisha, once you can see three stars in the sky, then it becomes Vada Laila, then it's night. Time now, Amarachi, Kaychav Echad Yayim. Shnaim, Benishmash, Shloisha Laila. So Rabbi said, Laikachav Gedeo Minarim Biyayim. We're not talking about large stars that you can see during the day. Laikachav Gedeo Minarim Biyayim. We're not talking about small stars that you only can see when it's very dark. Alabama, we're talking about middle sized stars, and that's what you have to look at. And I think this is something that's very well known that we look for three stars that are bein them. If someone does melacha during two times of bein which means Friday night he does melacha bein In addition, he does melacha on Matzah Shabbos bein Now, chayiv chatos This person is going to be chayiv chatos on either side. Why? Because if bein is really day, the whole time is really day. Then on Friday, when he did Malacha, there was no problem because it was only Friday. But Matzah Shabbos, he did Malacha, was still Shabbos, and therefore he's going to be Chayav Chatz for Matzah Shabbos. And if Banish Mashas is really night, then you're right, Matzah Shabbos, there was no problem because it was already night. He was allowed to do Malacha, it was already Matzah Shabbos, it was already Sunday. However, for Friday, he's going to be Chayav because he did Malacha on Friday night on Shabbos. You that you don't know the Shumer Drabbanan, you're not a Bucky. In the Shear of Banish Mushes, at the Shimsha Resh Dikli, when the sun is at the top of the, of the palm trees, which means it's, it's much earlier today, it Lushraga, at that point, you should light the candles. What about on a day where it's cloudy, where we can't see the sun? So he says, In this city, then you should look at the Tanagal. Rashi says, they sit on the curious, that they used to sit on the beams during the daytime, and therefore, at that point, you know it's still day. Once they come off, you should make sure that you already lit the um, candles. Bedabra, and if you're in the midbar, if you're in the soda, then already look at the ravens because that's the point that you'll be able to see from the ravens what they're doing and you'll know if it's day or if it's night. Inami, Adoni, or you can look at this grass. Rashi says there was this grass that used to 
Binoiter would turn towards the sun. Therefore, in the daytime, in the morning, it was turned towards the Mizrach. As it got closer to the end of the day, it was in the middle. And then as it got closer to the evening, it went towards the west. So therefore, you'd be able to look at that and try to figure out when Shabbos is started. Tell me about it. The Gemara continues. There were six tkiyas, sheish tkiyas, taking Arab Shabbos. There were six tkiyas that they used to blow on Arab Shabbos. We're showing you the first one that they blew. That they made sure that the people that were working in the fields stopped in Malach and they started walking in to the city in order to prepare for Shabbos. Shaniyah, then they made a second blowing later on. To be mevatel, the people in the city and also the stores had to start closing. I mean, even though the people of the Sada came in and then they were able to buy the things for Shabbos, but at some point they blew the second shayfar in order to stop them from selling and everything closed. Shlishas, the third one that they blew, Lattes and that told people to actually light their candles and told the women to be Mavics and that. These were Rabnasim, we do the Nasi argues and says, Shlishas, Lachas, Tfilin. The third one was to be Chayat Tfilin, take off your Tfilin. And Rashi says, and according to Rabbi Yudha Nasi, it comes out that when they blew the fourth key, which would be later on, that's when you knew to be Mavics and that. And then after that, they waited the sheer to roast a small fish, or a shear that it would take people to push, to put the pass on the town. And then from that point until Shabbos, it would also be able to be carbon panel, it would already be able to be cooked, and therefore to be able to take it off before Shabbos. And then they would blow, and they would be, do a tekiah, a truah, and a tekiah, and that was the last three, and therefore you'd have six tekiahs, and that would be the point that you start Shabbos. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel says, what should the people in Babel do? That they just do a tekiah and a truah, and then they do Shabbos. While they do the truah, so Gemara says, what does that mean? Taikim Maria, if they only did a Tekiyah Maria, how the Chamisha, then we only have five Tekiyahs, and we said there are six Tekiyahs. Ella, what Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel meant, Shetaikin, they made a Tekiyah, Bechayzman Taikim, then they did another Tekiyah, Umariah, and then they did a Chua. So therefore, instead of having six Tekiyahs, which were Tekiyah, Chua, Tekiyah, Tekiyah, Chua, Tekiyah, what they did was Tekiyah, Chua, Tekiyah, and then they did another Tekiyah, a Tekiyah, and then a Chua. And then they did, a, they, they had Shabbos, and they rested while after the Chua. That was based on a meaning that they had, but not necessarily everyone had that same meaning. Master Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yitzchak Braid, Rabbi Yudah was teaching his son Rabbi Yitzchak, and he said, Shniya, the second one, Lahavik Saneh, was to be Madlik Neh. Gemara asked, Kiman, it doesn't make sense. Like Rabbi Nassim, like Rabbi Yudah Nassim, it's not like Rabbi Nassim, because Rabbi Nassim said he did it by the third one, was when we did Madlik Neh. And Rabbi Yudah Nassim, like we said before, the third one was to take off Tvil, and the fourth one was when we did What he meant to say was the third is to be madak and that is going like the Shita of Rab Nasan. Tana Dvera Bishmal, we learned in Yeshiva Rab Bishmal. Shesh Tki is taken every Shabbos. There were six Tkiyas that they blew on every Shabbos. Hischel Tkai Tki Rishayim, when they blew the first one, Nimnu Ha'im Dim Bisada Mila'ada Mila'achresh, Mila'achal Mila'achal Bisadis, that the people that were working in the field stopped digging and they stopped plowing and they stopped doing any Mila'acha that they were involved with in the fields. The, the closer ones that were in the Sada were, didn't start walking into the city at that point because they waited for the people that were much further into the fields to come by and, and then all of them would walk into the city together because otherwise people would be chayshish that maybe some people didn't actually know which one was further into the fields and which one were were closer and therefore people were chayshish that maybe those people continue working after that first takiyah but all the stores were still open. And the gates, that they used to take off the gates from their stores, and they used to put it down on the, on the ground, and then that's where they let their, put their weirs out, and all those trees and all those 
um, gates were lying down and they were selling their wares. Once they started blowing the second tequila, then they picked up all their gates and they closed up their their stores, and all the hot water was still sitting on the stoves, and all the food that were in the pots were also sitting on the, on the stoves. There was no problem cooking. Once they started blowing the third tequila, then they took off anything they needed for that night, and they put it aside. Those things they didn't have to do that tomorrow on because they were going to eat that, that night and would stay hot. They hit from that map, and anything they needed for, the, for Shabbos during the day, they put, they did that tomorrow on, and they did it with something which was not of a of Havel, the Hidlik Hamadlik, and then the person who had to light candles, the women would light the candles, like we said before from Nasan by the third Tekiah, the Shoya, and then they waited, they waited the amount of time it takes to um, cook or to uh, roast one, a small fish, like we explained before, that they used to stick the pas onto the town, that's the way they used to bake bread, and we have a tekea, and then they did a tekea, and true on the tekea, and that was the third, the fourth, fifth, and sixth tekeas, and then they rest, and that was Shabbos. So Rabbi I heard, that there was time, there was enough time for a woman to light, if she forgot to light nares beforehand, or she didn't have time, then she could even light her nares after the sixth tekeas. Why? It must be that Chum gave enough time for the Shamish who would blow the Shaifa to go from the high place in the city where he used to blow the Shaifa and make it back to his house and then put his, his Shaifa in his house because he wasn't able to carry the Shaifa because the Shaifa is Muksa. So the Gemara thought, therefore, since you have that much time, it must be a woman is allowed to go and light her candles. It wasn't exactly at the time that you weren't allowed to light candles anymore. Amalei um, said it's not, not true because if Kena sat directly sure and it would come out that it would be different times based on where this the Shamas used to live. If the Shamas lived close to that building, then it would be one share. If he lived much further, it would be a different share. And therefore, it can't be that that's Pshat. There must have been that there was a place that the Chazan, the Shamas, used to take the Shaif and right away put it down on the top of the, of the roof where he used to blow the tequilas from. And that's where he used to place the Shaifa. And therefore, a woman can't light during that period of time. And why is it that he couldn't go and carry the Shaifa? Because of we know that the Chaz is not allowed to carry a Shaifa or the Chaz on Shabbos. First of all, you're not allowed to carry if it would be a case of carrying because of Aitzah. But not only because of Aitzah, over here we're talking about even if there was an air, even if there was a Chatzeris, but there was a problem over here because of Muksa. And we'll get into that tomorrow. We'll stop over here.